Let's talk to our contributor, Jerry Mayor Judson, who joins us now. We're going to talk about birth rates and specifically BC's birth rate. Yes, we are. And it's uh, it's just like birth rates globally. BC's birth rate is declining. It is even less than uh, the Canadian birth rate. We are, yeah, really? we're having less babies on average than the rest of Canada. So uh, the rate is like, I believe it's expressed per mother per woman is it or is mm-hmm. it per family but it's 1.21 children whereas the canadian average is 1.41 really yeah so to my understanding 2.1 is, is a statistical number but the number to actually keep your uh, population at the level you're yeah, at yeah it's like the replacement so, number so or whatever yeah you sustain your population 2.1 we're at 1.21 1.2 that is uh i, I mean there's got to be a bunch that of was factors announced today yes uh, there's got to be a bunch of factors that it has to do with though because i think it speaks to maybe affordability where the affordability crisis here specifically because it might just take longer in life for you to get to that point where you feel like you could raise a child or you know mm-hmm. there's movements like the child free movement which yeah. is yeah the world is awful and the world is, I mean, not the world is awful, but like climate wise, it's not, the world is expensive and, um, the environment, it, we don't want to contribute to more, you know, a bigger carbon footprint of a whole human being. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's a lot of factors that go into 1.2 that. and that's like Japanese level. Yeah. Like, the Japanese have a very low level. In fact, I was mm-hmm. looking, I think it's about 1.34. So we're below Japan. Below Japan. Level. Uh, China is 1.28. Uh, which okay, is just, so just very babies. low. Yeah, uh, U.S. is 1.64. So okay. all of them, by the way, below the replacement level. Yeah. Uh, and I said China, like I said, uh, 1.28. And one of it is part of it is first ch- uh, the the only child policy. Mm-hmm. But it's just as you know, having lived and worked in Asia, I can tell you, as economies grow, people do better economically. They eat better. They live better. Uh, they generally have less kids. Yeah. Uh, I remember an old stat years ago when the British left India. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were averaging uh, six kids per family. Six kids per family. In 1980, it went to four kids for, per family. And right okay. now it's about two. Okay. Right? The challenge in India is a popu- it's the most populous country in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the average age in India is about 28. That's a very young population. Yeah, 40% of the population is 25 years or younger. Yeah, so, really? So even if you have a, a, a you're at two, uh, the level they're at, yeah. they're at a childbearing age. So you yes. can't, it, so stats tell you, numbers are tell you they're going to be doing they're still going to be growing yes for another 20 years or so so they're heading in the right direction it's probably four or five states that that would probably contribute to a lot of that but when our core problem here is we're, we're complaining about costs of living too many immigrants too many international students but without them there is, but we're also not having babies. So what's our, our economy is also dependent on people. Healthcare having costs, babies. as I keep saying, never go down. And yeah. I don't care what government's in power. Nobody cuts healthcare. No. And that eats 40, 41 cents out of every dollar you pay in tax goes to healthcare. Mm-hmm. And, and the you aging add population. post-secondary education, uh, primary education, sixty-five cents of every dollar, roughly sixty to sixty-five <sighs> cents, is just healthcare and education. Yeah. So if somebody can find a magic way, a magical way for us to keep paying for all this and the increases without immigration <laughs> or even reduced immigration, let me know. So you know you can get mad at Justin Trudeau, and they may tweak things because they have to. And I think there's some mm. relevant questions on this many international students coming mm. here. Mm-hmm. Um, but if let's say Pierre Polyev comes in, he'll tweak it. He'll change a few things. But broadly speaking, it's not going to be that much different. Yeah, we do. We do. I mean, unless everyone decides to have two babies, we need to. Uh, no, who's going? <laughs> part of it is part of it's not even just cost. Part of it is just 
you know, lifestyle now. We're not, a, yes. we don't live in an agrarian society. You don't need four kids. And they're all like, if you have children, they are likely going to live past childhood now because of the way that we've handled disease and things like that. It's just not, it's just different. But what I did find as well with an interesting statistic along with this declining birth rate is that moms are giving birth at older ages now. Yes. Yeah. So we're seeing a lot less, um, which I mean, Maybe thankfully less less birds from ages I think fifteen to nineteen, yeah. and then uh, yeah, people in their mid thirties, even early forties, are are having more kids than uh, previous. That's which is the, good. I mean that's a challenge. It, when it, when our our whole system has been built around men, and I can tell you this mm-hmm. being in government before, is that you know women are expected to work and contribute to the economy and career, but so many of them sometimes stay too long where they do want to have children as well. Yeah, and so you're having you know significant challenges when you have issues of IVF. And that's true. Of IVF. One of the things I pushed for when I was in, in uh, even in the opposition was I believe what, we, what Ontario does is that uh, here in Canada, we have very strict IVF rules, which is important. You don't yes. want that octomom stuff happening like they do in the years with six, yes, seven kids. But it's expensive, right? It's expensive to and do I, IVF. And one of the things I tried to do behind the scenes was let's offer one cycle of IVF to young couples that are starting later and aren't able to have children. It's $8,000, eight dollars to $10,000, right? <gasps> it took a while just to get it on the BC Liberal policy book. It did yeah. finally. I was advocating for it. And I said, look, I understand you can't have unlimited uh, cost for government. Yes. But cap it. Now say, we're going to set aside $75 million a year mm-hmm. so we can provide IVF to young couples so they're going to get one cycle paid for. That's really now, good. Yeah. Now, it may not work for some. They have still have to yes, pay it later it's all, on. It's, yeah, often and a there may be a waiting list. Thing. Yeah. In Ontario, there are waiting lists, right? Because yeah. there's demand. But I said, it's not a lot of money in the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. And we've got to start building government around a much different society today totally. than what we built it, right? Yeah, than the systems in place, so absolutely. if you want to have, if you want British Columbians to have more kids, yep. then start thinking like that. Yes. Start think, thinking about daycare in a way that it's affordable, right? right? Or stable housing yeah. in an accessible and, and way. And I think we're making that societal shift. Oh, yeah. But I tell you, even when I was pushing for uh, IVF, I had some folks come up to me, well, what would this religion think about this, uh, from, for this issue? You know, uh-huh. certain faiths feel this way. I right. said, I don't care. Like <laughs> it doesn't it's, matter. It's, it's not about religion. Yeah, you're going to offend some people who may be very religious, but that's for them to deal with. Our yeah. job, we're, we're, we, it can't we're always happen in vivo. Like we live in a secular society. With Our science, decisions, yeah, based on science and based on a, a taxpayers to afford this. Stuff, Absolutely. Right? And so I think we're just getting around this issue. The daycare issue is an even a bigger one. Oh, yeah. And so we're getting there with that $10 a day daycare slowly. But this is how we got to think, right? Mm-hmm. So we start but globally, to have babies. I'll give you, my family is an example. Uh, my dad was born in the late 40s mm-hmm. uh, in India. Uh, he uh, and my mom as well. My mom was the uh, youngest of eight kids. Youngest of eight. Youngest of eight. I was born in India. I was the oldest of three. Three. Now I'm the dad of one. <laughs> so you can see. <laughs> the declining birth rate generationally. Eight, yeah, eight, yeah. Three to one. Why? Because we're living better, different priorities, societal changes. But you can see that, right? Absolutely. So, you know, either decide you're going to have one and be happy with that, and I, which I think most <laughs> folks are, or not have any kids, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and having a three kids today is pretty rare for, for most families. Oh, totally. Right? So I, I, I covered so much of this in Asia. I get really excited about it because I think it's important. <laughs> but I think the world is actually headed in a better place. Less yeah. human beings means less impact on the environment. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to, but you got to encourage families and uh, to, if they want to, if you want them to have kids, make it economically worthwhile totally. as well, right? Totally. You've got to help, especially on the daycare stuff. 
even on IVF, if you want to help women, particularly because it's not fair for them to work in their careers, to build their careers, and then all of a sudden they got to walk away. In some cases, they start having children late in life, and that's yep. why they have to rely on IVF for a variety of reasons as mm-hmm. well, other reasons as well. But that's what you got to, that's how you got to think. Totally. This is not very exciting radio because we're not arguing about anything, but no, I'm like, yes, true. <laughs> but it's like 1.21 is low. That's very low. That's a very low so birth call rate. So call us on the buzz line. Do you think we need to do what other societies do, which is to provide, um, you know, financial incentives and help to have kids. Other countries do this. Mm. Scandinavian countries. Yes. You know, Russia does this. No and way. Many, yeah, they, 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 they'll pay you to have kids. No way. Yes, you'll get a subsidy. So give me a call on the buzz line. Do you think we should head in that direction? 1.21 kids? 1.21 kids. That is really low. I mean, that's about as low as I've, I've heard. So yeah. give us a call on the buzz line, 604-331-2899. That's 604-331-2899. Or email me, jazz, at cknw.com. Uh, Jerry, thank you. Thank you. Well, we'll talk again because we've got other issues to talk about later in the show as well. <laughs> near yes, and dear we to do. Yes, go. we do mine as well. There you go.